0: Beardy and the Beast media club ba-da-ba,
1: ba-da-ba. this is placeholder intro song
0: hello and thank you for joining us at beardy and the beast media club a podcast where we will not shy away from spoilers we will not freeze when confronted by spoilers in the middle of the night we are available here and on many other services with a full list available at beardyandthebeast.com If you enjoy your time with us, you can give us a follow, a like, but most importantly, give us a share. My name is Drew, and of course joining me is fellow Redacted Redacted, Devin. Redacted. Today we'll be discussing 2021's action black comedy, Nobody. So Devin, was this 2-7 offsuit, or was it
1: Ace-Ace? Oh, I am... Going to have to go with the two seven off suit. Ooh snap! Yeah,
0: ruin this movie's whole career. <laughs> Podcast over.
1: <laughs> so, I guess I will start. Had me really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I thought they did great with the characterization. Uh, they did a lot of what we've talked about in the second wall and such, where it's like being very. Precise with what they're showing, like using every frame to give you a good idea of what's happening with the character quickly, and then the story hit, and it all kind of fell apart in my mind.
0: I think I think I get what you're saying. The delivery was great, but the st- story points were weak. Yes. Um. Yeah, there was definitely. A feeling that I got when watching it when there was a lot of it trying felt like it was trying to set it uh, itself up to be like this this hard action thing, uh, like a, a taken kind of situation, yeah. but then instead would kind of kind of flip and give those little black comedy beats. It, but I think that might was... have impacted the story negatively.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was... It wasn't so much the black comedy beats. It was... I guess I'll, I'll just pick it pick it apart a little bit. I'll, I'll give kind of a couple of the glaring examples that... Okay, That jumped at me. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of start there. So, again, I agree. I thought there was going to be a taken um, John Wick style mm-hmm. idea there. So, I see... I see our protagonist, Hutch, with the cat at the very beginning. I mean, and this is where it was strong. So I'm like, okay, this has me interested in the character. He's clearly in jail, clearly brought in a can opener, a can of food, and a cat.
0: Oh, yeah, and <laughs> like this random painting. Package. I was like, what is yeah. going on here? I was definitely drawn in at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? They follow up with that montage of how his life is basically falling apart. And it kind of gave me like almost American beauty type vibes where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, his, you know, midlife crisis, life's kinda gone. Uh, the break-in happens. And I actually liked that he hesitated mm-hmm. for, for taking her out. I'm kinda like he's clearly ready to to act, but doesn't and At that point, they're almost into my mind. like, he's got training. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's actually the point that had me. Okay. He's got some sort of training. He knows that this isn't actually the threat they think it is. And then, you know, the daughter, the daughter comes down and talks about wanting a cat Mm. right after that. I'm like, okay, so something's going to happen to her and that's going to be kicking off our, our revenge plot, Mm -hmm. but nothing happened to her. He then goes to say, oh no, the cat, the kitty bracelet's gone. And that sends him on, you know, essentially the second inciting incident of the film, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so clearly this kitty bracelet's going to be important, right? It, there's, I don't know, again connecting the fact that he's got training. So I'm like, okay, maybe there's some reason that this falling into other people's hands is important. No, doesn't get bracelet literally nothing it was literally underneath his couch
0: but that's that's like, that's that uh that the, the problem is years. yeah the the black comedy beat that like pulled it out but it, i i get what you're saying because the the story beat like the i understand where he goes and he like beats up the random thugs yeah like up to that point i was following um but it seems like a loose connection. Oh, I think I figured it out. So there's like this loose connection of you have your inciting incidents, but the major incident that's supposed to draw everything together is that the the Russian mobsters like come into his house and try to like take him out. Yeah. And it's a whole like you 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 came to my house, you'd never do that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, at this point... I mean, when he said that, they had established it. We were still, it was still a mystery as to who this person was or could be. Mm-hmm. I think if they had established his past more from the start, um, or not from the start, but earlier, it would have been more solid
1: of a film to track better and that's funny too because I actually wrote down it actually bothered me that they kept trying to explain his past hmm because and I think this is something that I've seen more and more with recent media is they assume the audience is dumb and had to explain it whereas it said like to me it was pretty clear by the time of the the first home invasion that he had some sort of training Mm mm-hmm I don't think they ever needed to explain it. It didn't matter. We just knew that he did, right? Even comparing it to Taken, we actually don't really ever learn Liam Neeson's backstory. We just know he has a certain set of skills. Yeah, but that... Taken had that fantastic
0: piece of writing where they were able to sum up his entire character with that conversation. Mm-hmm. Whereas they didn't have anything truly similar
1: yeah
0: i think what tore it apart for me was probably the uh, the fbi badge thing Mm -hmm. that really left me guessing it didn't let my mind go wild it was like okay well his his dad is a former fbi agent so i'm sitting here and i'm like did he train his son things like a little red herring as to what this this person is supposed to be i think it could have been solidified or at least pointed better Mm. in fact the the best and only time i was satisfied with that is when the veteran saw the two seven offsuit um tattoo and he was just like thank you for your service and then just like goes into the safe room and i'm like okay we established that this man is a badass
1: But I I feel like I needed a bit more. Yeah. See, to me that 2-7, like when he saw the 2-7 and did that, that to me was the, I have a certain set of skills moment. Mm. It was like, you didn't need anything more because you have these guys who in any other situation and with how his character was openly established at this point was. Mm. Would have been, he would have been the guy who's cowering to those types of people. So that interaction with you know the big guy going like nope locking himself in a room you guys deal with it it was enough to me to establish like he's competent. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's but the the thing is like that was thrown off from me because of the FBI badge thing. I mean like how good is he actually going to be? I mean I I think fundamentally you and I are agreeing on the same principle just from like different points is where it's or what is a better way we both agree fundamentally the failing yeah. of the film whereas where and how it fell apart is a little bit different but still relatively within the same context
1: yeah it, it, i think it'd be fair to say you're seeing some failure in the way the character was explained whereas yeah. i'm seeing failure kind of in how the plot beats were there but they're both pointing to the same place
0: it's um, probably cuz I'm like super I'm super accept- accepting of action films. I'm just like it's going to have like the loosest most garbage plot. I've already accepted it when it starts. Mostly because I want to get that full enjoyment out of the film. So I might <laughs> just naturally be giving it a bit more leeway.
1: Possibly. Um let's let's I guess compare what I see with the plot then to a couple of the other, to a couple of other films. So John, Wick because after, um, I didn't look into anything about this film. I knew that it existed. I knew it was action. I knew it was popular. That's it. I knew nothing about the story before watching. Mm-hmm. At, at, afterwards I'm looking at, it and it's like a lot of people were comparing it very much to John Wick. Yes. So I'm going to do the same thing.
0: Yes. As you should. Yeah. For many reasons. <laughs> we. Would would you like to know the reasons ahead of time, or would you like for me to go into it after?
1: Um, let's, let's go into it after, just so I don't lose my Good. my media train of thought here. So, let's look at, we'll start with in, in, inciting incidents. So, mm-hmm. we start off with characters that, I'm, I'm going to ignore the cold. Well, no, both of them had a similar type cold open. So, in both films, we see the characters peach crap at the beginning. We move into them having a fairly mundane, what looks to be a fairly mundane life. Mm -hmm. And then there's an inciting incident where, you know, the house is broken into for both people. And John Wick, something actually happens. The dog gets killed. In this movie, a kitten bracelet gets stolen. We then have John Wick. We get John Wick's character introduction a little bit more about, oh, no, you messed with the wrong person. And from John Wick's side, that's it. He's, we know exactly what the inciting is incident is. Him being, and breaking in, beating the crap out of him, killing his dog. He's on revenge. And the, that's it. That's the rest of the story. It's singular focused on that. Right? It's all you need for an action film. It's again, super simple plot. We compare that to nobody and we have nothing happened during the break-in. Possibility of a kid in bracelet getting stolen. So he goes after that. Again, bad red herring because that should have been important somehow. Wasn't. Then we go into a random fight on a bus. Right? And I completely understand it. It's there, he's needing to get aggression off, but really, again, had nothing to do with the plot, just happened to be there. Which just happened to be the son of a Russian, or brother of a Russian mobster.
0: Well, I mean, there's always, there's always (laughs) a just happened to be. The home invaders just happened to be uh, the son of a a Russian mobster. (laughs) (laughs) And they killed John Wick's dog, like,
1: yeah, but the, the difference there is how many of these just happens there are. Because there has to be an inciting incident. I understand that. But the inciting incident in John Wick is someone doing something to John Wick. The inciting incident in Nobody is Hutch doing something to the mobster. And then from there, it's like, okay, Home Invasion 2. Well, nothing happens again. We have a revenge movie with no revenge, with no reason for revenge.
0: Well, I didn't see it as a revenge movie necessarily. That might be a different perspective. It,
1: that that's more of like the comparing it to Taken and to and Taken or um, or John Wick, right? Because that seemed to be what it was. But everything was e- was either random or his fault. Whereas, and again, you have to have some random inciting incident. You have it in crank or, or shoot them up or, or anything like that, where it's a great, I can shut off my, my brain. But as soon as the inciting incident happens, that's it. And you're just along for the ride, but the inciting incident makes sense. This here, there was three inciting incidents and none of them made sense. (laughs) Because he didn't do anything on the first inciting incident. The second incident was for, like, a dollar store kitty bracelet. Yeah, I think
0: you might be thinking of the kitty bracelet as something more uh, literal rather than symbolic. So the kitty kitty bracelet specifically is uh, a symbol of him not being able to protect his family because he's embraced this identity that's something less than what he was or less capable than he was. So he goes to get the the bracelet, and then he discovers that the home invasion and the stealing of things were because they have a sick child. And at that point, he hasn't gotten his aggression out, so he beats up some randoms. I don't think it's as loose as you're portraying. I will agree that it is loose, but maybe 30% as much as uh, what what I think you're indicating. Okay. Um,
1: I guess then... And, And I can... I can see that. I, mean, I guess
0: that's, that's what makes the black comedy bit super, super, pay, super painful for me because the, Oh, it was here. You, you know, you cheeky devil. Yeah. And I'm like, so here's where it falls apart to me. And it does have to do with the kitty placement bracelet, but as a symbol. So the only way that it would make sense, those series of incidents would be is if, if it was symbolic, like I mentioned. Because if it's just a dollar store kitty bracelet, it means nothing. Yeah. I mean the kid's sick, she'll cry, she'll get over it. Um yeah. so it has to mean something to him. The fact that they casually went, Oh, it's um it's under the couch. That comedy beat means like it takes away that structure from the beginning of the film in hindsight. So I go here and I'm like He wasn't relieved when he picked it up. He joked about it. So it was, it was the attitude there where it fell apart because to me, him joking about it, bringing levity to the inciting incident and post is what makes the inciting incident
1: mean less. So here's a counter to that. And I can see, I can see where you're coming from in that. This movie didn't come across strong in symbolism to me. So seeing something like that doesn't connect in. And it's, I think your point is broken by the fact he, when they asked about the watch, they asked if it's valuable and he said, it is to me. So they showed that, again, that emotional connection there immediately. Right. So him getting the watch back made sense. But, but that and I think the that, other reason that would prove that it was a symbol
0: in that fact, something that's important to him that he went out of his way to get back,
1: alongside. And that one felt coincidental to me. It's like, well, I'm gonna get my watch back, but it didn't matter for him enough to get it at that time.
0: I mean, just just because it doesn't have, you know, like call calls to other literature or. Uh, you know, Greek gods and paintings in the background doesn't mean that a kitty bracelet can't be a symbol. Um, oh, for sure. I, I'm just—it
1: just didn't come across the type of film that had that. That uh, was going for more symbolism.
0: Well, it's the only thing that makes that make sense. Yeah, is is what I'm saying, and that's exactly how I took it straight up, because mm. of the way that it happened. Yeah, like he walked in, my kitty bracelet's missing. He didn't didn't even really look for it. He just walked out the door and went. violence so
1: i don't know i i think the reason why i'm appearing to skip past the key bracelet as the inciting incidents um isn't because i i can i can see what you're saying about that it being the symbolism of it i understand that kicking it off but that's not even what kicks it off it's him in the bus that kicks it off so that's not even the kitty bracelet going missing isn't even the inciting incident of the of the film
0: I I would say you're saying later on.
1: Yeah, I'm saying that it looks like we get an inciting incident with the break-in in in the first place, but nothing happens.
0: Well, the bus wouldn't have happened without the invasion and the kitty
1: bracelet. Right, but the thing is we're getting, we basically have almost four inciting incidents. We've got the inciting incident of him, of them getting broken into, which nothing happens from. Then we get the inciting incident of the kitty bracelet getting stolen which we get nothing from there. There's nothing actually in the plot tied to him going to get that as a direct consequence of the, of the bracelet going missing. Then he happens to be on a bus and we get him releasing his aggression, but even that isn't the inciting incident for what his motivations throughout the film is. It's then the second break-in that's really becomes the inciting incident from the protagonist standpoint for the rest of the film. Mm. We almost have four intros. If they had changed it, and again, like small change, have the kitty bracelet be not so throwaway there, or have something actually happen to his family, where where it goes from there, right? The people who broke in happened to be part of the <laughs> tied to the Russians directly, or something. You could cut off the first, you know, that 20-minute that chunk of film and have the same film. It just muddied it. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Hmm. I just disagree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's fine. I, I wasn't sure if I was... No, you're fine. ...winning that right, so...
0: All right. So the similarities to John Wick are intentional. Hmm. Uh, they're very intentional, especially considering, I believe, the... Writer of this also wrote screenplay 1 through 3 of John Wick. Appears to be related to 4 and 5. Which, good news, John Wick 4 and 5. So much so that the uh, poster art for this is actually reminiscent of the poster art for John Wick 2. Okay. But instead of guns, there's fists in the poster. Right. So they intentionally called to it, which I think might have also muddied things a bit. Frankly speaking, it didn't seem like it wanted to stand on its own. I felt like it was trying to ride some coattails.
1: I kind of got a little bit of that feeling. I just couldn't tell what coattails it wanted to ride. Mm. Because it wasn't just John Wick. Like It was just other... Thoughts I went through my head like I mentioned Taken already, for example. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, to establish this, establish this early. I've, I've only said negative things so far, but I actually like I enjoyed watching this film. It was an action film. There was um, some cool aspects which I'll talk about later, but the the way it felt to me really did feel a lot like, and I think this would hold hold true for both of our thoughts about the inciting incidences. Felt like comedy john wick with extra steps
1: yeah i can i can agree that's what they were going for
0: is it, it seemed kind of templated to me this is also like partially based on bob Odekirk's like personal experience hmm. Yet a uh, home invasion was unable to do anything i believe he actually locked um the people in the basement yeah, and then was yeah, like, I did read that. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I mean, cool, but so that informing it, I'm just wondering. I didn't see anything in the credits that would have mentioned it, but you know, sometimes you wonder if there was too many hands in the cookie jar. so I did actually
1: see something about that mm. when I was looking at my when when I was doing my traditional look up what IMDb says about things, mm-hmm. and um, they decided to. Write the film collaboratively. Mm. So they were all bringing in their ideas, and the best ideas win. But sometimes the best ideas are for different puzzles. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so when um. you put them together, they're cohesive. <laughs> that's probably yeah. why that's probably what the Black Comedy Beats missed for me.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, indiv- individually, they're funny. Yeah, you your rules your rule of three, him trying to explain like his past and then the people dying before he could finish. Yeah. And like I, I really enjoyed that, but they just almost seemed out of place. Mm-hmm. And they ramped up to a point of kind of like goofy goofiness at the last stand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's like, well, like home alone. Did not yeah. <laughs>
0: Home alone in the uh welding shop or whatever, machina yeah. shop.
1: Yeah, that was uh That was a choice that they made. <laughs> I mean the th- um... the thing is,
0: if the entire film was closer to the second half of the film, I would have forgiven that scene and been like, That's what the movie's going for. But especially when the first third is like super serious. Yeah. We can agree and disagree on the plot points of that first third all we want, but fundamentally speaking, it was setting it up as more of a serious film. Yes. And in fact, if they had, I think if they had established that comedy earlier, you would have been a whole lot more forgiving of the Kitty Bracelet and those steps because you would have been like, oh, of course, it's something simple, you know, maybe even something silly.
1: Yeah, completely. I yeah i would agree with that
0: which makes me sad because like the two identities of this film i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. the the black comedy bits themselves not the beats but their choices when they happened i really liked little chuckles oh i get what they're going on going for here that was entertaining and then like the serious the serious bits like even his speech in the tattoo parlor, like, like it made sense, seemed like it should have been from that specific character at that time. Maybe it's that
1: collaboration that, that just didn't jive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like, really, I think that's, that's actually about the turning point is, is again, up until, yeah, that that's about the turning point, like around the bus scene, like shortly after the bus scene is when. No, the kitty bracelet is the turning point. <laughs> That's the point where it completely like, kinda of like, yeah, it's random. I mean, it didn't need to necessarily be the Russian mob that brought that in, but yeah, those the way they had those beats just kind of went hmm. And and it's a shame because I, I didn't realize that the writer um was the one who wrote John the John Wick films. Um, but I did know the director did hardcore Henry. Mm. Well, and... and hardcore henry was done was really well done i really enjoyed that one it's bob Odekirk, the the main actor yeah
0: he also does a bunch of well did a bunch of writing i don't still does mm. but i think he has what was it like he worked on tenacious d uh Dana carvey show ben stiller show snl okay like a as writer hmm When I was taking a look at the different people in this, it seemed like your action writer didn't have that much um, experience or foundation with the comedy points and the comedy writer didn't have that much um, familiarity with the action points. Yeah. So instead of being like a smooth collaboration, even if, Even if it was fine in, you know, the writer's room, it definitely comes off abrasive. Yeah. Because they don't match. It's where it falls apart. It'd probably be more forgiving if they just went hard either way. Yeah. The real question I have for you is, would this movie have been better as a comedy, or would it have been better as an action film?
1: Oh, I want... I'm having a, I have a harder time making this a comedy. Mm. So I cannot, like, I can't, again, let's going with the principle of changing the least about the film Mm. to, to keep it there. I can't think of a small change that would turn this into the losers, Mm. but I can think of a small change that puts us in line with taken or John wick. So, I I think they should have stuck with the going for the stronger action aspect and just kind of tightened up the plot a little bit around it.
0: Oh, you know what they should have done? And I hate saying this. I just had an epiphany. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, No, it wouldn't make sense. I was going to say the boyfriend or husband of the uh, sick child should have been uh, the the son or whatever, yeah, the Russian mobster's son or brother, but that wouldn't make sense or set up, so it'd end up being someone peripheral yeah, and then Maybe. the the mobster's uh brother would come in and be like, So you messed up one of our boys, and then it would escalate, yeah
1: um
0: so that's what would have connected those two scenes, and I think would have satisfied some of your requirements, yeah and Fundamentally, wouldn't change any of mine.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yep. But that being said, like I, I hate making those suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, I always
1: find it interesting thought thought experiments to do it. So, but that that's essentially the small change that I would have made. Try to find a way to have them be the ones tied to the to, and it. I mean, maybe the changes it didn't need to be the Russian mob it could have just been a gang leader
0: well yeah an organized crime something so yeah yeah so here's here's a thought Hmm. on just kind of going back before my little like genius super smart epiphany um (laughs) so either action or black comedy what if they were all british (laughs) definitely black comedy Anyways, no. That's... All,
1: of a, all of a sudden, it turns to in Bruges or something like that. Instead, mm.
0: <laughs> black book or black books with guns. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. Now that I've smacked this film around in a way that I haven't smacked any other film that we discussed so far. Again, I really enjoyed watching this film. Um, it did fall apart in a bunch of places, but the things that I did like, it kind of stuff that you don't almost see like immediately in these type of action films, however contrived the bus scene was, the action was spectacular and there was consequences Mm -hmm. and damage. Yes. So seeing our protagonist, like, I mean, in, in a real world circumstance, circumstance, one one person doesn't have much chance against multiple people, even just two people. But the fact that like he got smacked around a lot and when he stood up, it wasn't just like, Oh, you know, I hobbled for three steps and now I'm running. Yeah. It was like, Oh no, I got stabbed in the side and I'm actually like protecting that side of my body while I fight. Yes. And that's, that's something I really enjoyed. Uh, I do wish they had kept that more as it got more comedic they did less of that
1: yeah there, there's actually a point that stuck out to me like a sore thumb at the end mm. with, with that um because i agree that like that bus fight scene was amazing it, it was well choreographed they kept longer shots in it there wasn't mm. a bunch of quick cuts um, i felt that. the impact felt the impact I thought it was an amazing choice to not have any music during the first half of that fight. Mm. It, so it was just, all you heard was the, the contact and the fight. And it's like, just sounded so visceral. It brought me in. Mm-hmm. Then, then, you know, you know, he, he comes back in the bus and then like the, kind of that metal music picks up and he gets serious and just crushes the guy's windpipe. And then cares enough to give him a tracheometry. A trache. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I liked. I, it was
0: amazing. Uh, I gotta, I gotta give that. That was a nice little point that they did. He was just there to mess them up and not kill them. Yeah. So the fact I, that he was... gave him a trick there was, I mean, however much that trick would probably get infected with random discarded
1: bus straw, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> he tried. Um, yeah, it was amazing, but. And again, the fact that he was taking damage, I loved that he was taking damage. I loved that before he goes into like near the end, but that that's really he takes damage like twice in the film. Mm-hmm. That fight was done, and then you know he gets shot in the shoulder near um, before just before going into the the machinist shop, and he gets saved and but continues fighting on like he didn't get shot. Yeah, and then his brother gets shot and is out of the fight in the same place. I'm like, this was two minutes apart.
0: Yeah. No, there, there was a whole lot questionable, even from a comedy standpoint of that last uh, fight. I mean, definitely what saved it was uh, Lloyd, but. (laughs) Oh yeah. That was amazing. I did enjoy Christopher Lloyd. His, his character was great. Nothing, nothing should ever be changed about that character. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, yeah i really i really liked the the calls to i mean for the most part it was a negative but in this case the home invasion scene the calls to john wick the scene itself was good
1: mm-hmm.
0: still unrealistic but still closer to real world than the john wick to home invasion no it was in the first one where the police officer comes up and he's like you're working again?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh But again, I think he should have taken more damage in those. Because mm-hmm. it seemed at least what they had established from that first third is that things are realer. Yeah. The motivations of the random home invasion would be real. You know, there's a problem, there's a consequence, there's an action for the invaders. Right. Um, he takes real damage in that fight and i mean his marriage is falling apart from like his choices to be just like the simple guy like i feel like the black comedy bits are when it started getting loose yeah thematically Mm -hmm. so if they had kept it real not super gritty not like hardcore but more rounded like Oh he's he's fighting a trained professional with a knife. He's probably not gonna end it with two moves. He's probably gonna take damage or
1: something. Yeah.
0: It did have the comedy ending. The whole Boy, like baby. like he taped on the the uh, mine or whatever. Not mine. Yeah, mine Playmore. Playmore. Yeah. and like ran to him and then it like did the explosion. That was a very like comedy esque finish. It was gradual enough that in time, I didn't mind it. It didn't affect me, but in hindsight, I... but that's yeah, the cohesiveness it... of the film, like seriousness compared. Yeah. Uh...
1: Yeah. It, it had tone shifts, right? It was a, yeah. It was we a started John out. Wick. We started John Wick. We ended the losers. Mm, I mean, you shouldn't sully the losers a, like that. That's <laughs> that's true. Uh, the stinger in the like the mid credit scene just irritated me so much.
0: Oh, the uh, like the Winnebago full of guns. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I didn't mind it. I it's wouldn't have mind. I. I I think it was the cherry on top of that tonal shift. Oh, yeah. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, especially considering throughout the film, we're shown the brother seems competent because we have him on the radio the entire time. The father seems competent. It's clearly shown, the, you know, when he gets invaded. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's just to like oh yeah that's why we can't fly like you didn't come across a senile to me christopher lloyd
0: no his character wasn't i get what you're saying though like yeah. Yeah. the scene the scene itself was fine but in context was yes
1: yes i enjoyed the scene i did not enjoy it in the film but if it was two british guys oh well obviously <laughs> It's just Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. <laughs> I'd be down. Oh, it's yeah. anything with either of them. Yeah. All right. So this is something that confused me with the the characterization. So not quite so much the, the plot points, but another thing threw me off. So I had the impression that his family had no clue at all that he was military or Right. They clearly had no idea that he had a panic room set up in the basement, and and had basically all these things set up. And then they had his wife patching him up like it was another day, like see, it was just something that happened. And I'm like, see this? What? I,
0: no, I agree with you. We're on the same page here, because he he. So this is the problem in the writing, I think. So he's getting patched up, and then he said something about old times. Yeah, Like he calls to like, this has happened before. And then I'm like, okay, this is fine. He's got a secret identity. He was probably in the military. Maybe um, she's used to having seen him in the past, like coming home beaten up like that. Maybe like it's happened. Like maybe she knows a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because her knowing something about his past would make a whole lot of sense. But then they call to it later in the garage scene. And she's like, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. And he's like, I'll explain it later. But now, not now. And I'm like, they already established that she knew something. Yeah. Because if he was just a regular auditor, finger quotations, then, then he wouldn't come back with damage like this. Therefore, she wouldn't have to patch him up. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm really, really, really wondering if it's just coming down to like, Loose writing, mm-hmm. like the the writing you'd expect, established with a comedy, but not like a like an action side. Because again, I wouldn't even thought of this. I thought of that if it was a comedy, I'd be looking for different points at all. Completely yeah. right. I mean, I guess that's different um, biases depending on the genre of things that you're watching.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Again, the kid and bracelet thing. Being under the couch wouldn't have been a thing if it was a comedy. It would be actually one of those things I would kind of expect.
0: Yeah, it'd be um well yeah. like the reaction to it would make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm I'm wondering if there was a treatment for the first third and the last third, and they're like, okay, we like both of these. How we're we gonna knit them together?
1: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So what we want is John Wick meets Home Alone meets. I guess Taken's, it's, there's just a first, third tonal similarity thing. It's not actually that similar. Yeah. Um, You know what I would have liked? I would have liked if they kept me guessing more. Okay. Like the whole FBI badge thing, unnecessary.
1: Completely, yeah.
0: The best, like the most direct call to it, just being the reference to the tattoo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, a lot of that falls apart to me. Based on, like, training from the father? Or I don't know. Yeah. But if they had taken that out, and then until the very end, kept me more guessing, just tighten that up a bit. So instead of the information finder lady, you know, tossing the pictures and being like, you don't have to pay me. If they did a shot of her just, like, at the computer showing her face, and she, like, sees something, and then she just walks out. Yeah. And then... And then the phone call at the end, where they just let him. And then, you know, if there's a sequel, then explain it more.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's the type of thing that I was talking about that we saw in John Wick done well, Where, again, it was... We didn't need John Wick's backstory. We just needed people reacting to knowing it was John Wick. And, like, what you said with the hacker trick, that would have been that exact type of, oh, okay, then. Well, I mean, in
0: in John Wick, they... The thing is they did spell it out, but they did it really well. Yeah. Like the the Baba yeah. Yaga, yeah. the the Russian guy, like people just talking about the legend that is John Wick. Yeah. But at, at least in the first it was written in so well that like it wasn't so the word I'm thinking is like up front. First. Yeah, well they they're directly first, saying it, it
1: but it doesn't feel spoon fed. Yeah, the, the introduction in John Wick is Because all the, the antagonists wish...
0: do is talk about John Wick twenty four seven.
1: And yeah. they're just
0: like, Oh he's a he's a badass who can kill you with a pea and a pod. Okay. <laughs> but they're again, they're not spoon feeding it to you. They're just, you know, saying a thing and letting you That's what it did. It so if we we're to continue this comparison, John Wick was it fed you tidbits and let it let you create a mythos of john wick in your head yes um where nobody failed to do so
1: Mm -hmm. and it was never from john wick it was always everyone else talking about the legend of john Wick. i mean john wick only says five words well yeah compared to this one here where he's trying to tell his legend i mean again in a different (laughs) film in a different film yeah Um,
0: What was nice, though, is none of the the acting, even the kind of corny acting from the Russian mobster guy, Mm -hmm. pulled me out of the film.
1: No, not at all.
0: In fact, like, Bob did a freaking great job. He had that nerdy feel, but then he also has his eyes that, I don't know, maybe it was squinching or something, but, like, made you know he was capable. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he might have been doing some shoulder acting too, like at the start, maybe a little forward, and then a little bit more chest out. Yeah, later on.
1: The acting, I, I, I loved the acting. I, I liked, I liked him as, I'm going to loosely call him the antagonist because. Still oh, seems the way <laughs> the, the way
0: you view the film. Yeah, uh, <laughs> our main character <laughs> is the
1: antagonist. <laughs> I, I, it's Yeah, I really think so, honestly. <laughs> um, but no, the acting, I loved. I think... Yeah, nothing around that pulled me out. I mean, And if anyone is going to, it's going to be, like, Christopher Lloyd or Corny Russian. Nope. Don't and, you dare and, say
0: an unkind word about
1: Christopher Lloyd! No, I'm not! <laughs> That's the thing! <laughs> right, like... I mean you think of Christopher Lloyd, you think of Doc Brown.
0: <laughs> I mean, he was kind of Doc Brown in it.
1: Yeah, but there was at least a... But again, there was a, that, that hint of seriousness that was there, right? Like, that that competence was there. And...
0: But even the wife, she, she had the right kind of disconnect in an unsatisfied marriage that you'd expect.
1: Yeah. It was that... In... Uh... Connie Nielsen. Yeah, I I loved it. I was sold on the characters. Like I again, I love how they, the pillows in between, and then you know him while well, she's patching up, saying so, you know I miss you and explaining, and explaining that what he means by that. Because I mean, like we
0: yeah we've had those moments. Like,
1: yeah, it, it was like no, this makes perfect sense, right? It's the yeah no, you miss you. It doesn't matter that you're right there because they were so distant, and then you know just. The wall coming down, and 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 her just reaching out and touching his shoulder like it, that was oh it was it was really well done. There was a lot of good about this <laughs> about this film, and it's just the pieces. Yeah, I, even the kids. I mean, there was no Sharon's in this film.
0: Oh, I mean, <laughs> I was I was close to yelling "Sharon, burn the witch" at one point. Uh, yeah,
1: but she wasn't around long enough. <laughs> yeah right she didn't overstay her welcome to go
0: <laughs> yeah i mean 35 percent more screen time to her and i would you know, you know how i'd be acting. i'd be like it's a tone thing yeah she was definitely doing that thing i hate where she was trying to act young
1: mm.
0: I mean, I guess that's hard because, like when you're like a super budding child actress like that, usually you're probably trying to be more mature
1: more yeah. that way, so you overcompensate see it she didn't pull me out in this because I mean the breakfast scenes were were what they were. She was oblivious in the right way in my mind to the tension in the rest of the family mm. like so when he goes goes up and gives her a hug, it's like i I can see that. When she comes down about the kittens, like, okay, she didn't hear or didn't wake up to the to the fighting that was happening. You know, probably a bit tired. Just gonna check on her daddy at night. Like, yeah. Like I mean they just so, had a home invasion. Well, yeah, exactly. So none of that so none of that pulled me out in in the way that again a lot of child actors can. I think in context I didn't see any issues with with how she was acting.
0: No, no. Yeah. But I mean just 35% more time, and I would have been reeing all over this place. Yeah. That actually brings me to another positive point. As loose as some of the things were, they definitely bookended things well with various concepts. As much as you don't like the kitty bracelet, there was a, um, a, beginning, a beginning and an end of the kitty bracelet. Yeah. The conversation about we should get a cat, there was like that starting scene we'll discount for now because that glorious scene yeah. but i don't know if it it doesn't matter the order of it because i don't know if it went we should get a cat and then lady in the office was hitting the ceiling with a broom was here it's scratching or whatever and then uh, the end where he pulls the cat out of the pipe yeah um just the little things like that they made sure to wrap everything up no matter yeah. no matter how loose it was is something i like especially when there isn't any major overall overarching themes that would mm-hmm. say call to a sequel or you know set them up for some type of syndication or team. so from from start to finish there is definitely a beginning and an end yeah and that's that's where the losers which we mentioned fell apart for me because again nothing yeah. like nothing really happens I mean, we had yeah, a good time. Skipped... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, still a great movie. Uh, <laughs> I will not say <laughs> a bad thing about the losers. Actually, I'll say a bunch. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting though how our general thoughts, you and me, about like the failings of this film, being fundamentally the same, but we just don't arrive to the co- same conclusion in different ways. Yeah. I uh, know. <laughs> overall, I'm pretty. I'm pretty pretty kind to this movie when we when we started when you mentioned this movie and we put it on the list i didn't actually know anything about it i didn't even know what genre it was yeah so i when i went into watching this like i was along for a ride yeah and even though there's some glaring issues with a lot a lot of the parts of this film if i were to read it on my
1: I don't want to read it yet. I've got a couple more points I'm going to talk about quickly.
0: <laughs> you talk about them after.
1: Okay. It's too late now. All right. Which one of us? It's too late now for which one of us? Uh,
0: it's neither. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a bunch of editing on my monologue. I had a big segue. Now I have to do it again later. You could have just said yep. your points after.
1: I could have. But. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, mess things up for you. Cool. Make it nice and easy. <laughs> if yeah. I had realized you were going to your monologue, I would have cut you off a second earlier. <laughs> going to edit the N-word into your... <laughs>
0: Anyways, what would you like to talk about, Devin? Grace us.
1: Grace us with your magic words. There's one character that we didn't talk about and I wanted to get your takes on them first oh it's probably bad <laughs> I don't think we actually got a name from the Black Russian like I love the Black Russian all
0: right it like in the real world it makes 100% sense like yeah. even when they explained it like uh, the Olympic Games or whatever 100%, 100% that's that's when like a mo- m- more multi-ethnic background had been like introduced into uh russian society so like i didn't know that it's a thing i know and that's actually based in fact but just this guy being super capable and well i mean they made him to be super capable but he died in a car which was not the ending i would have wanted to see. i don't have anything big to say about him so um, yeah, I just You're
1: mostly on the same spot I am.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't have much to say about him. I liked his character. I liked his background. I didn't like that there wasn't a showdown because I always like a showdown. Yeah, establish this when we talk about dread, even when you don't, and there shouldn't be a showdown because it yeah. doesn't make sense. I still
1: want a showdown. So, uh yeah, I agree. And like, I honestly thought they were setting up the film. So I, I thought there was two things that were being set up there. Mm. I thought they were setting up the showdown. I thought it was going to be them versus each other. And this is probably... Well, I know this is me reading way too much into it now. But at the time... I thought that the Black Russian was actually going to be the plot tie. The character that was going to tie it all together. Mm. It Until the very end, we had no idea that the voice on the radio... What's his brother seen in the
0: photo? Oh! That would have been the corniest thing ever and I would have loved it. It would have been fantastic, right? <laughs> Man, I would have loved... But I don't think Riza can speak Russian.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, Put on a bad <laughs> Russian accent and go
1: for it. That was honestly one of the...
0: The thing you wanted of... more out of. Yeah I, yeah, I would have loved that as a pop, plot point where it'd end up being like his brother or something.
1: Yeah. It would have been something that tied it all together without changing too much that would have been amazing
0: that is a golden idea i will take my super smart crown and i will give it to you good sir yes (laughs) no (laughs) you've enjoyed it for too long i'm taking it back no (laughs) great character Uh, you the thing that i liked about the acting is like from the look in his eyes and the way that he was standing, you knew that he was capable. Yeah. You knew that something was gonna go down and that's probably how was gonna be like, show down, show down. Not yeah. like insights cut by a broken window. Yeah. <laughs> like what do he what do you actually do? He he tased he tased touch. Yeah. Well he did. And then he died in a car accident. What the hell? Yeah.
1: That's probably it, it like was... a huge letdown. It was a huge, I'm just kind of like, but, but, but why'd you spend all this time building him up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and they really did like, he didn't actually do anything. Not a thing. That makes me really sad because I didn't realize I needed
1: that until now. Yeah. Yeah. One other point. I know I praised like the sound design for that fight earlier mm-hmm. like the bus scene fight and i need to counteract that with how many times can you do the action scene to the what a wonderful world type thing in a single film mm-hmm. because i think they did it four times
0: i did on that point though another one in the good column the pro column is there was a there was a form of kind of beauty of the house torching scene
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We put on the record, and then you had like that gentle, more classical sound. While the the flames are coming, then that little black comedy bit that actually kind of fit was like the four dead
1: monsters just on fire. Yeah, at least I—I I mean, I might be twisted. Oh, I, but. I, I, lo- I, I loved that one. Like again, because it's like, oh, there's like a fuse in this record. Yeah, <laughs> is what like I, I thought that was beautiful.
0: <laughs> just kind of the same, I guess, kind of tropey. Yeah. Tropion that way it's just like oh yeah throws there's something classical into a fight scene and slow it down by 15 percent yep whereas i prefer my scenes to be more regular paced mm. and of course because we're gonna keep driving this home in john wick the hotel sh- fighting scene in two when he spills blood in the continental no Not that when... oh no it would have been three yeah, because they were protecting the continental,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Um, but like most of that was at like a regular finger quotation pace. Um, yeah. like they didn't speed things up, they didn't really slow things down, but using that kind of, yeah, that's something that should not be over. Do it once, either do it with levity or do it with like a form of beauty.
1: Yeah. Like, what was it? Face off. Think we that trope. Where I first think of that trope. I think it was face-off. To
0: be fair, it probably comes from like an old-school Western.
1: Oh, yeah. But, you know, where it made sense. It's like, no, no, it's protecting the child. And the fight scene was actually, again, beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, Doves
0: were flying everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which, by the way, bring back once a thief. (laughs) I mean, I, I know I'm kind of torn here because, I mean, fundamentally, I enjoyed my watching experience, but I also see a lot of problems with the film itself mm-hmm. from a structural standpoint and from a tonal standpoint. But even, even knowing that at no point was I pulled out of the film. I definitely was still there and I was still following along. I just had a couple like, wait a minute. Um, yeah. I suppose with that, I would give it, I give this three surviving bus riding hoodlums out of five.
1: I'm going to give it two and one with a tracheometry that's possibly going to get infected. <laughs> Hoodlums. <laughs> There's one thing that would have made
0: that scene better. Mm. If they all actually paid to get on the bus. <laughs> that would have been amazing. They're intoxicated, they're jerks, but they all put some money in. Like, even if they yeah. slapped Buddy's book out of his hands and all that, like... yeah. If they had actually paid, yeah, I, I think an effort to show that, I think tonally would have made it suit, it would have helped tie things together, like little changes like that throughout. the Yeah.
1: Overall, like, I mean, it was enjoyable. I wasn't taken out of the movie while I was watching it with the one time I, with the exception of the kitty bracelet being under the couch because it was such a jar. It was literally the only thing that fully pulled me out of the film.
0: Uh, So if we ever set up a P.O. box, make sure to send a kitty bracelet uh, to Devin.
1: I will treasure it and make sure it doesn't end up under my couch.
0: That's exactly where it's going to end up. I know you.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, it, it was... I don't think I would watch it again. I didn't hate it, but probably wouldn't go back. I think... What it was trying for was, it it just got muddled, and I don't think it would necessarily stand up as much on a rewatch as something like John Wick or Shoot 'Em Up or Crank. Or well, does. the tr- the
0: trouble the trouble is on a rewatch, it it didn't necessarily because of the major tonal shift from start to end. There's no, at no point where it could embrace what it was, yeah, and that's. That's what makes the, like that's what makes the loser so good. Mm-hmm. I fundamentally, the lo- the losers isn't actually like this great piece of art, but mm-hmm. it knows exactly what it is. It went perfectly for that, and it didn't yep. miss a beat doing it. And that's what makes it rewatchable. Yeah, because you're going back for that tone and that experience, where you can focus less on how it failed and more on things that you enjoy about it or things you didn't notice before. Where on this case, like, even if you rewatched it and you went, oh, Drew's actually right about the kitty bracelet, you'd probably see something else that you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, sure, he's right about that, but this is where this other thing falls apart, and again, the plot doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, the perspective going into it would be altered. I I I could put it on again, but it'd probably be like... Doing something else, playing video games or something on the side. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, all its successes don't necessarily make up for the points where it failed. I'll tell you what, though. I want to see Bob and more more stuff. Yeah. Like I know he's been in a bunch of stuff, but a lot of it's like stuff that I wasn't really into, like Better Call Saul and all that.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I like can acting overall, like there's so much good about this film and there's so much that wasn't. And it just has it left me confused.
0: <laughs> yeah, can you, this is my thought. I might be spot on, I might be way off, but this leaves you confused in the same manner of if you received a a drunken text from, like, a potential partner that you, like, hadn't thought of in that way? Yes. And you're like, what? (laughs) What's going on? Yeah. And they're like, what do I do? (laughs) Who am I? Just doves in the background. Everything slowed down 20%, classical music.
1: Yeah. (laughs) that is a perfect <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess but before we end i do i do want to like that first scene again beautiful like the inter that is one of the best introductions to a character that we've had on any of these oh a hundred percent because it's just like makes you want to know who the character is you want to be like why has he got a painting okay why does he have two? oh he's got a cat why does he have a cat Yeah. then, like, the two, like, police officers going, like, who the heck are you? Yeah. I just, I wanted to give some extra props on that because, like, the way that it was filmed, the way that scene was written, everything about that was just, like, that's probably where a lot of the positive energy I have to this film is. How how good that setup was for, like, two minutes at a time.
1: Yep. That, and again, yeah, followed up just by the repeating week, like, just set up the character so well and i think ultimately that's that's why it didn't score as high for me mm. that scene was done so well and set a tone so good and then it just stopped threw it all away yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just threw it to the ground <laughs> oh, i'm an adult <laughs> <laughs>
0: well with that this has been a beardy and the beast media club Join us next week where we gather to discuss the film Earwig and the Witch, another Studio Ghibli piece. Look forward to that, as always. If you like what we do, rate us positively, give us a follow. But, you know, uh, if you really had a good time, share that experience with your friends and give us a share.
1: Everything can be found at beautyandthebeast.com. Whichever platform you like.
0: (laughs) Thanks for saving me. You're welcome. Later.